everybody, it's Harold from Tunes Tunes Podcast here. Thanks for tuning into this live stream. Uh, I just I wanted to put this together so I could check in on my friends, uh, past guests. I want to see how people are passing the time, how they're doing during the quarantine. You know, we're all cooped up at home, so what have we been up to? Uh, I thought it'd be fun to talk to you know past guests in between interviews. We'll do uh, maybe some bumpers local music videos, ads for like places I think are cool, stuff like that. Uh, but let's go ahead and get kicked off with Josh Kane from Animation Station Podcast. We've got Josh Kane from the Animation Station Podcast. What up, boy? What's up? I was looking at my thing too, and then you I was like, oh, we're starting now. Hi. <laughs> hey, how's, how's it going, Harold? Are you doing all right? Rives. It's just so strange to be doing it on video because like I've never done video stuff before, so I'm like, ugh. Right, it's it's super weird. Like the majority of the time when we record things, um, I forget. And when we do like the FaceTime video stuff, it's always my phone's just like pointing at the ceiling. Right. So I just never was like that. Ah, yeah. Fine. <laughs> well, man, we're checking in on our buddies, see what they've been doing, uh, how they've been doing during all the quarantine and all that. And I know just from like our day to day, because like I pretty much text you every day. I think. Uh, animal Crossing, man. It's been Animal oh. Crossing. I thought it was because you cared, but it's oh. all right. Well, that too. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, I've been doing a lot of the Animal Crossing. Um, paid off my uh, my basement and my uh, my attic today. So uh, it was a good day. Made four point four million bells off of turnips. God so damn. I mean, that's what that's what happens when you buy. 9,000 turnips. Were <laughs> you getting paid? Yes. It's like, how many turnips? Like, I'm going to spy all of the turnips that I possibly can. And I did. Were you turning up on turnips? Yes. I turn up for what? No, sorry. This is bad. <laughs> so, so how's, how's Oklahoma? Because I'm in beautifully sunny, extremely hot right now, California. Oh, really? It's hot there? It's... Oh, dude, it sucks been raining like crazy today yeah, actually it was storming. i miss rain and it hailed last night or two nights ago that's like the last night that i left oklahoma oh my god <laughs> i forgot about that you guys it probably was... don't know this but josh stayed at my house his last night in oklahoma yes uh I can't remember why. Like, you were going to get a hotel or We something? were going to get a hotel room, but then you guys were, like, super cool. and Like, because you helped us move everything into the U-Haul, and you were like, do you just yeah. want to stay with us? And be like, yeah, sure, it sounds great. <laughs> Man, I just can't imagine, like, you guys, like, because we'd done everything that night, like, loading you guys up, because you and Carl. And uh, and then you were still going to have to, like, leave there to go get to go get a hotel. I was like, yeah. geez. And we'd been there for hours. and. We finally got everything done. I was just like, dude, just come crash to the crib for a little bit. Yeah, I uh, I definitely appreciate that. And Oklahoma was very sad to see us go, apparently. Because it was weak uh, the entire way. Yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> thunderstorms and hail and everything. It was, uh, it was great. I was glad my state cared enough to try and kill me before we left. This is great. That's awesome, man. Well, I mentioned, uh, I know you've, you've been on multiple times, so people probably know your voice and everything, but Animation Station Podcast, man, tell, tell, uh, tell everybody about it, maybe if they haven't heard about it. Uh, yes, we are a, uh, the premier 
uh, animation podcast uh, that used to be in Oklahoma that's now in California. I think we're the only one, so I think we have that distinction um, <laughs> of animation podcasts that started in one in Oklahoma and moved to California. Right. Um, but yeah, we uh, we do interviews, movie reviews. We've we just did an episode uh, for Netflix. They sent us a screener for their new animated film, The Willoughbys, which it's on Netflix now. Watch it, everybody. Um, with Will Forte and Martin Short, uh, Alicia Cara, uh, Jane Kurzowski. I don't remember her name. I don't know how to say it. She's, like, from Community. Um oh. Yeah, and like uh, a bunch of like really good uh, Terry Crews, Maya Rudolph. So it's got a good Jeez. you know group with it. Uh, so we were they sent us that, and we had uh, the director on Chris Pern, and so we were able to do a cool thing with them. And Netflix was super awesome, um, and hopefully we get to do more stuff with them in the future. So Netflix, how you doing? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, we we worked with I mean, yeah, cool. we we worked with uh, Disney before. We'd done some stuff with DreamWorks. Uh, we did a whole thing with uh, the creators and the cast of The Dragon Prince, which is Netflix's uh, big animated Dungeons & Dragons-esque series. Uh, we were supposed to do more stuff with them, but uh, we got we got Ronid. So the Ronid kinda, then took over. Yeah, we done got 19. Um, <laughs> so that, 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 that didn't help. Um, but yeah, so we've done a lot of stuff. Like we did a whole like Dragon Prince commentary episode where I had all of them and I had them do commentary. It's the first and right now the only full Dragon Prince crew commentary that there is. Wow! So That's awesome distinction. Yes. So we've we've got we got lock on that. So everybody else is just they're just pretenders um, and second fiddle, but. Uh, yeah, so that, that's what we do. We have, you know, interviews and stuff like that. We're, we're about to start Anime, um, which is our anime-themed month of May. Uh, we're doing Pokemon, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, and then, like, 90s anime. Uh, so, or, like, not, not 90s anime, sorry. Saturday morning anime, like, the stuff that was on, like, Fox Kids and Kids WB. And, oh, right on. Monster like Rancher and such. Yeah. Uh, what was that food one? Fighting Foodons? All the good... Oh, my All the God. good stuff. I have not heard that name in years. Yep. Fighting Foodons. And then, uh, what was the wrestling one? Mucha Lucha? Not Mucha Lucha. There was another wrestling one? It, this was an anime. An anime? My an God. anime. Uh, Ultimate what? Muscle was the American what? title. Yeah, it was Ultimate Muscle. And they basically, it was just like the WWF. So it wasn't like real that wrestling. Anime? It was like WWF wrestling. Yes. That's insane. The it main, wasn't real wrestling. It wasn't real wrestling. It was <laughs> WWF. Uh, not to say that, you know, WWE wrestling now is not real. Uh, but yeah, watch AEW. We did an uh, uh, episode one time. The the purpose of it, we were trying to like show that the ties in of music in wrestling, and uh, ended up being. I think we ended up calling the episode uh, "Wrestling Is Anime." I, was I like, mean, it basically is. I mean, it it's like larger is. than life characters. You got your heroes, like villains. Did you did you conflict. do that cool uh, turnover from when the Undertaker went from being like dead man walking to like the American badass? So he went from being you know like you know Undertaker to you know, coming out on a Harley 
with a bandana and a motorcycle thing. And it was like, roll and roll and roll. That was his entrance music. Biscuit. Yeah. He came out the limp biscuit and you're like, happened here. My God. Man. But anyway, the animation station, we keep it clean. We keep it clean. So I don't get to swear there. So I get to swear here. So swear away. Poop. God, speaking of poop, uh, no, terrible segue. Uh, Where where are we going here? (laughs) Uh, One thing I've been thinking about is like the stuff that I miss doing. Um, What's something you like look forward to doing after the quarantine's over? Um, I thought you were gonna say miss doing. I miss going to uh, Chick Fil A. Oh, yeah. uh, like ever, ever, like with, with one of my friends, like every day for lunch. Nice to be our haunt. I miss that. <laughs> uh, oh, I guess going to Disneyland. Oh yeah, man. You go there all the time. I forget oh, how close you are. Dude, it's so easy to get your steps in at Disneyland. Like you just go and just like half the time, like there's been times where I don't ride anything. I just walk around the park and just like people <laughs> watch. Yeah, it's it's fun to do. Like you just like walk around, and be like, oh hey, like look at these people. They're so funny looking, you know. Just like <laughs> stupid stuff like that. And like yeah, you can walk that entire park and get like ten thousand steps, and it's like yeah, it's a great place, Nuts, man. I remember you you would text me, but yeah, I'm at Disneyland again. I'm like, dang. Yeah, but you're like right there, so it makes sense. And yeah, yeah like it's a season pass, right? Yeah, I got the. I have an annual pass. I'm uh I'm one of those pass holes, as visitors call them. <laughs> um no but there's there's like but there's like it's kind of decreased recently obviously it's decreased now because no one's at the park but like there used to be a lot of like families in like biker vests but they were like disney biker vests so they would call themselves some bs disney name and they would have like disney patches and buttons and crap and they would go in like this group so there would be like 10 to 12 of them and they would always go to things and be pass holes basically they would you know like stand in line and you know talk and everything talk during the ride stuff when you're like guys some of these people like they're from like different countries they don't get to experience this every weekend like you do maybe shut up yeah Yeah. and it's bad like i hate those people but i'm one but yeah i don't feel like you're that that like that though no, I try. I try. Just I try the fact that you knew like people were there that made yeah. there every fucking weekend. Like, I I will say I want to I want to get a job there, but I only want to do like one of oh, two things. That'd be sick. I want to do the. They have like this storybook thing where like you get in this little boat thing with your family, and it goes around, and there's like these little miniatures, and you basically tell like a really quick condensed version of the movie that you're in so like this is agrabah this is where aladdin met jasmine and there was a genie and jafar was er, like that so like you do this cute little like story thing and then there's jungle cruise and i'm like i could be the best at jungle cruise what is like, that what is that for like uh what is it for is it for, it's, like jungle book uh no like the jungle cruise it like takes you on this long like winding thing like uh, kind of like how they have at the bricktown canal yeah. Basically one of those and it goes around and they do a bunch of stupid dad jokes and like dry humor and everything. That That's what right the jungle cruise is. Exactly. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> uh, like when you pull him and be like, like, hello everybody. Um my name is uh my name is a joke. I'm just joshing you. Oh my god. That would be that would be my first joke, and I'd be like, Thank you. Shit. That's 
Ugh, I was yeah, say, you're bad, up there. Uh, bad, yeah. fantastic, awful, there. awful jokes. And I'm like, <laughs> I can be awful. God, man. I've been awful for 31 years. I've been saying that. Oh. No, it's a, uh, man, it's just definitely been such a strange time. I like, just wanted to take a little bit of time to check in on people that are frequents on the show. I know I've had you on quite a bit. What's been on your show a bunch too. You've you've been on my show a lot more than I've been on your show because you don't want me on your show. For sure. Whereas I'm a good friend and I'm like, Hey Harold, you want to come on my show? It's your cross to bear. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's, what's something like weird that you've had during quarantine? Like, is there like something that you've made or you've eaten? That's been a little bit weird. Um, definitely like cooking more. I don't know. Like there's anything specific. But I'm not used to like being the person that cooks most of the meals because Madison's she like is decently good at cooking most stuffs. But now that I've been home, she still has to go to work. You know, she the hospital doesn't close. Yeah, no, she has to go to work. Whereas like I'm working from home. I've been working from home since the whatever, like however long the quarantine has been. And uh, so that's just been like something to get used to, like having to do like the bulk of the cooking and most of the stuff around the house. I'm already home anyway. So it's like, yeah, yeah. to like not to be like, I'm not going to do that. Like, okay, well I'm already home. I don't have to drive anywhere. I don't have to go anywhere. Like, yeah, I've been trying to go vegetarian. Uh, really? it's, it's, it's hard, but it's easy, which is uh. weird. Um, but like, cause I, I get these like garden things and it's like pant, plant, break, bait, pant, Plant-based. plant-based protein nice uh say that five times i know you i knew you'd get there um but so like i i get this one it's like this plant-based ground beef that is amazing and so we've been having like taquitos and tacos and all kinds of stuff i we i made a uh, vegetarian chili and i put that in there instead of meat fantastic dude. dude it's like good stuff so like it's not been super hard to do but i also cave and get pizza rolls so that doesn't help. Mm, but. Yeah. Uh, but I did. So we went to, I, I was telling you, I went to uh, 7-Eleven before we recorded, right? Right, right. I saw they have like Japanese drinks at 7-Eleven now, or at least up here. I was going to say, maybe in California, but. Yeah, they've got uh, strawberry Coke. What? That sounds yeah. good. It basically tastes in like. No, no. Here's the thing about 7-Elevens in California. 99% of them do not have gas stations. They're just like convenience stores. Oh, okay. So it's like not like you can't Yeah, there's, 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 no, there's no pumps or anything like that. Also, fountain drinks at a 7-Eleven, you're not going to find one. Really? Like you got to go to like an Arco to get like a fountain drink. I've never even heard of that store. That's California. Uh, it, honestly, Arco is better than 7-Eleven here. Whoa, I just go to 7-Eleven because it's closer. Like, Arco is, like, the on-cue as opposed to 7-Eleven. I'm familiar. Like, they're cleaner, they're nicer, they have more of a selection. You're putting uh, it in terms I understand. There you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then there's, there's there's these other ones that are that are kind of cool. But they, so they had the, the strawberry Coke, and then they had this, like, mixed berry Fanta. And I wanted to get it, but they're also expensive. The oh, Coke, okay. $7.99. Seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine. For what size? Bottle. Just a regular bottle of. Y'all are tripping. Yeah. Uh, Five ninety nine for the Fanta. 
It's the California up. That's that up to up sale. Well, it's also the probably the import, the import, the import from uh, Japan also. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they also had uh, Japanese cola, like or no, sorry, it's called J Cola, but it's like Pepsi. It's like Pepsi J Cola, so it's like the Japanese Pepsi. Huh. Uh, five ninety nine because it's Pepsi, and they probably are not selling any of it because Pepsi's garbage. Yeah. Um, and then there was this. Mountain Dew Violet with grape flavor. Grape Mountain Dew? Uh, yeah, dude. Look, about how, that. look how pretty this bottle is. It is tight. It looks like graffiti. Look at it. It's like, like, it's like Splatoon. It basically looks like it Splatoon really does, the drink. Yeah. But you know what it tastes Ooh. like? Dimatap? It's 100% Dimatap. Yeah. And I it's think, amazing. I, I mean, wanted to go I buy the rest Dimatap. of them. I used to like, pretend I was sick so I could get Dimatap when I was a kid. It's just Dimatap, but there's carbonation in it. But you feel like you're getting electrocuted because it's freaking mm-hmm. hot, dude. There's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot <laughs> of carbonation in it. My God. Um, but no, it's delicious. That's I so do funny. have to drink it with water, though. I have to dilute the flavor. Yeah, like, yeah cut it. It's bad. Cut that do. <laughs> I bet if you took this and you mix it with vodka, it would be phenomenal. Oh, man, I bet. For sure. Too bad I don't drink. It'd be like that. I'm like Joe Mulaney. I know. I say we were just talking about that. It's funny. Um, well, brother, I appreciate you taking the time. Why don't you tell people where they could find your show, keep up with everything that uh, you're doing and things like that. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. Uh, I do uh, audiobook narration and voice acting. So you can hit me up there for inquiries and crap. Uh, you can find the podcast on uh, Instagram at Animation Station Podcast, Twitter at Animate Podcast. Uh, all of our podcast episodes are available iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel where we put all of our older episodes and newer episodes. Uh, and on our website, uh, animationstationpodcast.com, we got new episodes that come out every Monday and some that come out on Wednesdays or Fridays if we have a special thing that's going. And sometimes I'm on the tune students podcast i haven't been on in like a year and a half but just saying, hey, you're on right now what are you talking about brother this isn't a podcast though this is this is some weird thing that you're doing that it's i don't going understand be, yet i think it i think it's going to be a podcast though i think it's going to be a podcast. okay all right i'll allow it then <laughs> well thanks for your time brother I'll catch you later see you man My name's Harold Story. I'm the host of Tunes Tunes Podcast. I started this podcast because I, w- I saw that so many people in my life really liked a lot of the same things. And honestly, those two things were things that you would really be ostracized for growing up, especially like middle school, high school. Uh, people didn't really claim to be fans of anime or like manga or certain bands like that weren't like the status quo. So that was really the whole vibe behind the show. I found so many people were into the same things as me, and I really wanted to explore that and figure out what it is that made us like those things. So you can find the podcast on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. And then you can listen to us on iTunes, uh, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts, you can find us there.
Up next, we've got Emily Strickler. Uh, I haven't talked to Emily since the end of March Sadness. Uh, that was a really fun series that she helped put together. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to catch up with her, see how she's doing working from home, uh, playing Animal Crossing, what she's been watching, stuff like that. So check it out. So I think I told you a little bit about what I'm doing. Like um, very vaguely, just mini yeah. episodes. It's just funny because like I knew if I like asked you, you'd be like, sure, whatever it is. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I dressed down for you. So the treasury thing that they did was um, uh, like a like super formal Zoom meetup. Really? And so we all had to wear like formal stuff and like I put on makeup for the first time in a long time and like all of that kind of stuff. It was super fun. I'm still finishing off my uh, stuff from that. They gave us like one of the sponsors um, is like a liquor distributor. And so they gave us all a bottle of sparkling uh, rosé. They like delivered it? Well, we went and picked up like curbside kind of thing in the treasury oh, yesterday. So, yeah. Dude, that's legit. Yeah, it was super That would have been fun. funny if you had still been dressed up. People would have been like, this bitch is doing the most. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. If I showed up in my whole, like, outfit, like, what's up? Blazer on and everything. I was like, dude, yeah. we're just talking about what we're doing during quarantine. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, that's basically it. Like, we're going to talk about how you're passing your time. And, like, if you're watching anything, we can talk about that. Or Yeah. Um, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. I talked to Josh. What um? How many hours do you have in it right now? I think almost two hundred now. I'm almost at two hundred as yeah. well. The it's person I've seen with the most, I have a friend that when I checked like four days ago, I think she was over two sixty five. Nice. And that made me like pause where I was like, we we need we might need to check on her. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, I need to pump my brakes at where I'm at. I'm like, fuck. But. Yeah. It's, I did not expect to like the game as much as I did, to be honest. Is this your first Animal Crossing? Yeah, I've never played one ever. Oh, but you God. were talking about it, and then, like, Caleb was jazzed about it. My buddy Jacob, like, everybody whose opinions that I really like, I'm like, they know what the fuck they're talking about. Was like, man, this game's the shit. So, like, I went and bought a Switch. Like, literally the night that um, it was the last night anything was going to be open. Oh my gosh, yeah. The Switch, and they only had the light, which I only wanted the light anyway. Like, I didn't care about hooking up to the TV. And so, yeah, I got that in the game, like, that night and started playing. It was, like, a Wednesday, I think, before everything non-essential was closed. Exactly. Yeah, well, I think, so I think there's a shortage because my friend, Caitlin, and I, um, we convinced our friend Evan to get one. He lives in Canada and it took him like, I feel like a couple weeks to find one um, because he, it was like a shortage. He was just having trouble. And I think he didn't want a light. I'm pretty sure he got a full one. Um, My, oh, and gotcha. so, well, yeah, that's it, why it took extra. Then. Yeah. He was like looking at the Canadian black market, you know, trying to, <laughs> trying to get that switch hook up. Don't you know if you can like wherever you're at right now from the yeah. mic. That is perfect. This is a perfect, yeah. I, sorry, I'm looking at my levels now. I I sat back and I was like, oh, shit, this is wrong. Come back in. <laughs> we have to watch that. So I have been podcasting during the quarantine. Um, oh, yeah, I right. did my first ever d and It was like kind of like a D&D live play thing on Twitch that we streamed. Um, but so during that stuff, we've been... I've been having to watch my levels and make sure I stay close to the mic because once you've been doing it for, you know, an hour, you kind of sit back get really comfortable right so, yeah um and that's funny 
so one of my other things I've done during quarantine, um, I upgraded my computer setup, my, com- my laptop, my like MacBook Pro, like my workhorse computer that I design everything on, work on day in and day out, um, is from summer 2012. So it's eight years old almost at this point, and it is on its last leg, can't handle Zoom and all of the updated <laughs> Creative Cloud and all of that. It's just like there's not enough just plain storage space on it. So I kind of, my PC, I'd kind of let get a little rundown. Like I hadn't been updating it really. I hadn't kept my Adobe programs updated on it none of that kind of stuff so I am PC right now and I got like an external yeah yeah I got an external um webcam for my PC because my poor MacBook Pro sounds like it's going to take flight every time I use zoom on it real I'm like this bitch is about to levitate off the desk yeah it's like that launch like like it's ready so um I know when you were yeah, like, my PC froze. I was like, the fuck she doing with the PC? Yeah. Yeah. I have turned to the dark side because it's a lot more cost effective, it turns your, out. Your computer buy. There you go. Yeah. I am. Well, and right now, I'm waiting on that stimulus check because ah. there is a mouse. Logitech has a mouse that lets you move between your Mac screen and your PC screen. And so you can like copy and paste text over, copy and paste yeah. documents over. And it would be really great for my workflow right now if That's I could legit. be doing that. I saw someone I know. picking apart the branding of the CDC. I was like, that is so funny. Like the things we just accept without thinking about. Like I've never thought about that brand, what it looked like. I'm like, that is so funny. I know. And I'm getting to interact with um, the state of Oklahoma's new brand. I was looking at the updated, like, I don't know, not quarantining plan. Oh, yesterday right. and so it's like a fully like branded document with the new logo and everything like that in it so man that poor lady. i can't remember her name right now but that lady that's over all the branding i know that's i would dark. not i could not do that because she just got shit on for so long it was crazy yeah no that was a dark timeline and i feel like even when they were asking people to participate like committee wise with it like agencies in the area tiffany and i actively were like we do not want to be a part of that. There is no way this ends well. Like with when you have committee designing your mark and like some other kind of red flags to us, we were like, that's not going to like, it's not going to be an exposure project. It's going to be something that like people are upset about. You guys were in the clear. You're not, you're not white men. So you were in the clear. (laughs) That is true. I'm, I keep thinking about the shit that we're saying in this. I'm like, am I going to have to cut a lot of this or? I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, <clears throat> rewind. What have we been doing in quarantine? <laughs> Too soon. Has it been working from home, actually? Um, Not that different than how it normally is for me, you, honestly. Yeah, you kind of are. You, you yeah. get to work a co-working space. You're not get, you don't get to be at the treasury, but. Right. So, the, I mean, the biggest change for me has been the amount of time that I'm actually at my computer has increased. And so that did lead to the upgrade of the PC, making sure that it's all set up for stuff. And now like, I really want that mouse and I really need a new desk chair, like more so than the mouse, which is a convenience. Like my two, I have two desk chairs. You can't see it. There's like 
I use that uh, the, there. the workout ball. I see that workout ball back. Oh yeah, you see that? That's for my like shoulder exercises from like <laughs> fucking up my shoulder from being at the computer all the time. Jesus. So yeah, it's great. Yeah, so my workout equipment down there that I barely use, but then I've got this desk chair. I've got another one back there, and neither is exactly perfect. So I have done research. I have a desk chair in mind, but I so work from home has really been more about like there's some upgrades to the situation. Yeah, that is always, it's for an extrovert such as myself, it's been a little tough, but I don't know. I try not to whine too much. And you can't downplay like your, you know, your stuff. But I do think like, man, like I'm I'm bitching about having to work from home when people like don't even have their jobs anymore and stuff. Well, I will say though, there is like, I think everyone is kind of experiencing like mass trauma together right now and so like I don't know most of the time I run at a pretty like I don't have anxiety or anything like that I'm very lucky to not have to deal with that on the regular but like yesterday I do have fibromyalgia and so a common treatment for that is um like antidepressants because fibromyalgia is basically your body is sending pain signals to parts of the body that shouldn't have pain And so the way to fix that is something that will regulate those signals, which is like an antidepressant. So I have to take that for um, my fibromyalgia. But if I miss a dose of it, as someone that's not being treated for anxiety or anything, I get significant like withdrawal symptoms. And so I will become very anxious within like 12 hours of not taking it. And so yesterday I was really tired the night before, not last night, the night before. And so yesterday was a very dark time. Like I was so tired, forgot to take my medicine before bed. And like yesterday, there were tears all day. I found out that like a speaking engagement I was really excited for got canceled. My class, it was like my last normal class with my design class at OU. And like I was asking them for feedback and stuff before critique and they were just like very tender and I almost started crying with them. And then I saw like the dates for like visiting senior centers and the like rollout plan for going back to normal life, which I mean, IMO too soon, whatever. But like seeing on paper, like June 1 is when you'll get to go to like nursing homes or whatever, or like assisted living centers. It was like, I will not see my grandmother for at least a month. And it was just like, and it's good. It's good. I'm not saying like they shouldn't be doing that, but I don't know. Yesterday was very dark in the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, it'd be like that though, for sure. I remember the first few days, it was like, talking to Madison, I'm just like, man, like, I didn't even do anything really, like, physical, but I'm, like, exhausted. Yeah. And she's like, dude, like, you, you're not around people. And it's like, I didn't even notice, but she would get home and I'd be like, hey, what's going on? You know, I've got, like, the cabin fever of, like, what'd you do? Like, oh, I get to talk to someone now. Like, I usually get that all day at work. And so I don't bother her as much. (laughs) And I, she gets home and she's like, bro, I just let me chill for a minute. Well, and that's something Brian and I have been talking about is that like for me, the days that I have Zoom all day long, like I have like two classes right now back to back. And then if I have like a meeting or something else and it's just Zoom for like four to six hours of the day, um, I am exhausted after and normally talking to people gives me energy, right? And so I'm like, is there some sort of physiological response like being face to face with people where we like we get the be. energy from that like physical proximity there, and like the visual with your spit and yeah <laughs> mixing the covid energy together <laughs> um 
And that, and that's where it comes from. That's where our joy comes from. But um, yeah, no, it's something about Zoom is so exhausting and doesn't give me the like, I don't know, support that right. I need as an extra. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, I saw someone tweet. It was like uh, me on a Zoom call. I was like, all right, I'm going to share my screen. And then space down. It's like, all right, can you guys see my screen? I'm like, wow. This is like I think I saw Steinfeld that. level of relatable. Like, how have I not thought of that exact thing? Like, I've literally said that, but I never thought. Like, and seeing as no, a, a tweet, every I was time, like, yeah, it is like a constant. My sweet students yesterday, we were talking about because critique is a big part of the class that I feel like is very important because I feel like it's one of the best opportunities to practice giving like coworkers feedback like in the real world what it's like to exchange those thoughts and ideas in a way that's constructive and not personal you can also you can be critical about something without being rude right whatever um so i did notice like we did i think three rounds of critique since we've switched to online after spring break and the first one went pretty much like our critiques in class and they've slowly gotten more and more just like kind of dragging And I was asking them about that. I was like, is it the format, whatever? And my student was just like, no, I honestly love critique. And like, this is really great. But I think we're just all so like depressed at the state of the world that like, it just feels bad to even say anything like remotely negative about someone's project because shit sucks anyway. (laughs) For sure. No, I get that. I don't know. That's been like a big thing. Just just why you bring that up. But like, in general, for me, like, I've been trying to be better about being di- more direct with my feedback. Because I feel like my feedback is not very taken seriously because, like, anything anybody does, I'm like, that's great. And then right. they're, li- they're literally looking for, like, how to make it better. And I'm, they're like, dude, yeah, like, we agree that it's great. But, like, how could it be better? And I'm like, Ugh. so I've been, like, trying to, it's very, like, out of my comfort zone. So, like, I've been trying to say, like, identifying what it is that I like and then what I think can be like improved on like trying to find those things and like really hone in on those and like can like express that in a way that like you said it can come across sometimes as like well you're shitting on my baby like right well it's totally not that it's totally you have to remember like it's not personal oh yeah and it is like a I don't know there's I feel like if you can articulate exactly why and especially like in our industry being able to be like this doesn't seem exactly right to me and either I can't articulate why but something is off about it or being able to be like this seems off to me just because of these reasons with a client like Tiffany and I are working on a project right now like a a wine label project and she's really into this like vertical orientation of type and her design doesn't look bad but I can like it's I feel in my bones I'm like this is going to be too challenging for the client and maybe the client's audience because it is going to be in more like rural Oklahoma so a vertical type thing that's a much harder sell so I'm like yes let's just keep that design and keep it in there but like don't get your heart set on this because it will probably be broken (laughs) just throw one in last minute and they'll pick that one anyway it doesn't matter I know god that's how it always is (laughs) I imagine you're like reading that like what is this Yeah, like what? What is this? <laughs> when I worked um, at college, when I worked at the, I worked at a liquor store, you know, and it was just funny, man. Like just some good old boy, like seventy year old man walking in trying to say the name of these French wines, and I'm like, this is nuts. 
Peanut Noir. New, <laughs> new, new Year, Peanut New Year. And then in no full year. confidence, like, telling you, like, that's this is how it's said. And I'm like, well, I work here, but okay. Like, you just got to approach everything with all the confidence of a mediocre white man in America. That's why. Okay. So I attended a virtual conference earlier this week. And one of the panelists who is a woman of color was just like, whenever I'm like questioning myself or feeling like fraudy or like imposter syndrome feelings, I ask myself, what would Chad do? Like what, what would the mediocre white man do? And if he would have the confidence to do it, that is what I need to do in this situation. And so that would became like the joke. The entire conference was WWCD. Like what would Chad do? Oh my God. Um, so yeah, new mascot, the mediocre white man. I was going to say, <laughs> that's your new uh, mantra, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Your like mantra. if Chad can do it, why not me? <laughs> why not me? There you go. Um, have you been watching anything? Like, uh, I haven't really watched any. I've watched like uh, some of the end of the world movies and stuff because Netflix what, no chill and they put on it. We have gotten into horror movies. Um, so we've watched a couple of horror movies, but animation wise, um, we have been watching two animes. We, I watch all of this. This was my pick was Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. <laughs> what the fuck? So it sounds really weird. It's about a spirit that like, it's like Moaning Myrtle. So like he's, oh, okay. he's like attached to the toy. So he's bound to the like girls bathroom at the school. Like, the abandoned, like, wing of the school kind of a deal. And so, like, the joke is, at the beginning, this isn't spoilers, it's explained in episode one, is that everyone thinks it's uh, Hanako-san, San, whatever, um, that it's, a, like, a girl ghost or whatever, and the main character is like, oh, you're, you're a guy or whatever. And so it kind of, she ends up linked to this spirit, and so it's going into that story. The animation style of it, though, is so different than anything that's out there. It really integrates the way, like, comic book panels look into the animation um so i really like that the story for brian i think was a little meh because it is like a there are parts that are like very dark but then it's a little bit like light-hearted and kind of just like almost like it's a shonen maybe it's a shonen maybe it's a shoujo but it's like a little bit more girly yeah um and then the other one which i didn't really get into um i think it's tower of god it's crunchy roll it's like crunchy roll original i think but that's the one brian's been really into oh really i haven't checked that out for someone that hosts a show about animation i do a piss poor job of watching anything animation or like anything new i, would, I should say because i could yeah, watch you can always... for the millionth time but yeah you can always hit me yeah, we're always watching new stuff we also so we had started pre-quarantine i think Maybe maybe back in December. I'm trying to remember because Brian had been out of town for some projects before the end of last year, I think. And my intern had been begging me. She was like, you have to give Haikyuu a go. You have to give Haikyuu oh a go. God, and I was like, I'm not into sports anime. Like, no. And she was like, no, you have to give it a shot. And I started watching it and was like, this is really fucking good. I think I got maybe like four or five episodes in. And then I was like, I think Brian might be into this. And so Brian got home and started watching it with me. And now Brian's the one that's like more obsessed. And so we started watching it at a good time because the fourth season, I want to say just released, just aired and it just finished. So we've been, we were finishing that in 
quarantine. And so like the day that we figured out like, oh, there's not any more episodes till July, Brian was so crushed. He was just like, that was my, that was the only thing I was like looking forward to at the end of the week was IQ. (laughs) But it is really good. It's different than any, like I've not really had like feel for sports animated or like uh, I've not been drawn into them at all and Haikyuu is so different and I do feel like if someone's looking for something motivating and uplifting while we are kind of in these darker like nebulous times Haikyuu is great like it will make you feel so motivated so pumped it's just really nice Kellen's Kellen's been the one singing the praises of Haikyuu to me like was telling me about it I saw someone made their uh the jerseys in uh, Animal Crossing that's Really, oh, I need oh, to get yeah. I need to get the code for it. <laughs> Dude, I've been making stuff like crazy. Yeah, I need to get the codes from you now so I can get that Bulbasaur situation. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but yeah, I will say okay. So we recorded an episode about anime openings, and I I don't think I had seen Haikyuu at that point. Haikyuu consistently has some of the best openings of an anime series. Like every single one is fire. They change every season. Yeah, it changes, and I think it's just once a season unlike because like um oh yeah we talk about like yeah like my hero academia normally changes halfway through or whatever and haikyuu will be just one per season i think and they're all good we've been listening to them like in rotation on spotify they're all on spotify um the other one fire force has an amazing intro we didn't like mike was telling me about that we didn't super get into fire force it just like ramped up way too fast where it was like well there's no stakes no one dies like this guy should have he was grant like grinded into the con- ground into the concrete he should be dead no he's just alive now like he, the, he's immune to fire not the earth not concrete like why is he alive it's shit like that so we had to we had to write shit, off fire force the whole shit's written off because of that and the whole thing is yeah. like not realistic anyway but you're like i know well, but it was just like concrete too much too you know <laughs> it's too much so yeah but the the intro pun intended is lit it's a slapperoni huh yeah it's good but yeah, so that's what uh, Hanako and Haikyuu have been the main ones I'm watching. I need to full disclosure. Watch that. Go ahead. I um, my other side project that I've started, as if I don't have enough like side things that I'm involved I in. Um, I made a secret Instagram at the beginning of quarantine. What? What is it? Yeah. I'll tell you about it later. I might share it like on my main account later, but it's literally just a weave account. Like I kept in my Instagram discover kept getting like people with like pictures that they're like collectibles at home and like cute shots of the manga they're reading and like cute shots of the anime they're watching and shit like that. And I was just like, this is, I'm just looking at my life on Instagram all day. (laughs) I have like the social media skills. I have the photography skills. This is bullshit. So I started an Instagram that's just like an aesthetic weeb Instagram. (laughs) Well, I'm going to give you a follow after. We'll we'll, we'll check it out after, off mic. It's, yeah, it's really cool. I'm excited about it. It's also (laughs) been really fun to use as like testing ground for like, how hashtags are working or like his comment. It's kind of like almost like research or play for some of the client work that I do. R&D. There you go. Yeah. No, it's been really fun. I don't know. It's just like a joyful thing too. Like the accounts. So I've rather like my normal Instagram is kind of flooded with people that I know IRL and not that I don't care about like knowing what's going on in people's life, but I, I don't really look at my feed because the feed it's not like a cute feed at all, right? I look at people's stories all the time because that's more engaging to me, but I don't really look at my feed on 
my normal Instagram account. And so this like fake one, I've only followed accounts that are like things that I'm interested in. So I'm just like scrolling through Instagram all the time now, just like, look at all this beautiful shit, this cute shit, like Animal Crossing layouts, like new manga. That's how I found the um, Toilet Bound Hanukkah was because people were posting about it all the time on Instagram. And I was like, well, this shit looks really cool. I'm going to give it a shot. And it turned out to be amazing. Yeah, it is crazy because like the my tunes tunes instagram is like so different than my personal instagram and yeah like i'll find myself scrolling on my on the tunes tunes one and then my personal one's just chaos because i follow so many people on there i'm like i know yeah that's amazing thanks for taking some time to tell me what what you've been up to why don't you tell people where they can follow you on uh social media and all that stuff Yeah. um, Well, so primarily you can follow me at Emily Strickler on Instagram or at Toast Oklahoma. We are, I think we'll probably still be hiring when this comes out. Um, We're hiring a social media intern right now. So probably most of your listeners are outside of the stage in life that we're looking for. But if any (laughs) college students are listening and are really into social media, we'd love to have you join the team. Um, We're looking for people that are passionate at social media. And we're also like, trying to do our best to give back. We know it's really hard for a lot of college grads right now. Like my students, I think are probably going to apply for this job as well. Like it sucks. It's a hard economy right now. So if you are looking for a job, even like temporarily until shit goes back to normal, give us a shout and let us know. Um, And yeah. And if you follow me personally, maybe eventually I'll share my fake Instagram and you can follow me there too. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, thanks again, Emily. Uh, up next, guys, check out this music video by The Nims.
Ain't nobody got time for that Ain't nobody got time Ain't nobody got time for that Ain't nobody got time Boy, fix your brain Ain't got no time for singing sad refrains Don't toe that line to the end of the line You're never gonna make up your mind Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, this is a lot of fun. I'm definitely going to do at least one to two more episodes of this, I think. I have some people lined up that I want to talk to that'll be really cool. Some ideas that I want to make happen. And so, yeah, tune in next week. I'm going to do another one of these. Uh, and the following week, I will release this as audio as well as a podcast. So, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Thank you guys for tuning in. Bye.